Hey, listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. So good to have you back today as we record uh, here in Nashville. Boy, the weather, it seems like it just changed overnight here. It was warm and I was hot and we had to run the air conditioning. And now I woke up this morning and it was cold outside. So I had to put on a hoodie to go out and have my cup of coffee on the front porch. It was chilly. So as we enter this season, uh, isn't it cool how how the Lord created seasons and that he, he built seasons into our lives? I love that change of season. It just reminds us how... Uh, how God leads and how he brings us through seasons of life and seasons of faith and seasons of ministry. And so we are uh, excited to be able to partner with you on the podcast and encourage you and inspire you and to introduce you to cool resources and cool friends. And so today I have with me another cool friend who's going to tell us about some cool resources his name is Andy McLean. He's the publisher who leads our Bibles division at Lifeway. Andy, welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you. Hey, Chuck. It's great to be here. Do you have, uh, Andy, do you have a morning coffee routine? Or you're a coffee guy, aren't you? I am a coffee guy, yes. I could tell because you've got like a cool beard and bearded guys generally do drink coffee. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm working on my second cup this morning. So, yeah, we're doing pretty good. Are you? So, are you? Do you put stuff in the coffee, or is it yeah. like what? What's your? Uh, how do you define a good cup of coffee? Yeah. So, I'm I'm not a, a coffee connoisseur by any means. You know, I, I can't taste the nuances and you know do do my own sort of special brews or anything like that. So, uh, I, you know, it, it really just depends on where I get it. So uh, honestly, I can just have it straight black from some places. If I'm at home and if I want a little bit of a creamer in there, it, it, it just depends on the mood of the day. Right. Um, but as long as I'm getting coffee, everything's working out well. So. Okay. So when did coffee start to be a thing for you? So I remember when, uh, you know, there's that time when you're a kid and you don't drink coffee unless you drink it as a kid. I see a lot of kids at church with coffee cups these days. That's a whole different story for right. me. I was in high school before I started drinking coffee and I had a summer job working for a company that installed swimming pools. So I was on a swimming pool installation team and we were up super early and I learned to drink coffee out of a styrofoam cup from gas stations. And that was my introduction to coffee. It was, I always associated with a foam cup, a gas station and doing hard manual labor early in the morning. So when was it for you? When did you get started with coffee? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think back, but I, I will mention this since you mentioned gas station coffee. I think gas station coffee has come a long way. Oh, it has. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I know that people will hear that and, you know, they'll have a negative reaction. Certain to it. ones will scoff. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> but uh, but it's funny because, you know, I've actually seen like blind taste tests from people that actually know their coffee. And so versus like pour overs and gas station and Starbucks. And so kind of just laying them all out there. And uh, and it's funny because you know what you would assume that the gas station coffee would typically kind of come in last in terms of like okay this is the 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 less quality type beverage right. but that hasn't that hasn't been the result in fact it's kind of ranked even higher so you know I, I haven't had gas station coffee in years however last Saturday I woke up really early to take my uh, one of my kids to flag football practice. Mm -hmm. I was not able to make coffee before I left. And so uh, there's a gas so station right across off? the street from the field. Yeah. I went over there and lo and behold, like, I mean, they have this amazing setup 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was really elaborate in terms of all the different. All the all choices. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was really impressed. So anyway. Yeah, it used to be there were two pots, right? This is what I remember as a kid. There was the pot with the brown lid that was normal, regular. And there was the pot with the orange top and that was like the decaf. And so like you just chose brown top or orange top and that was it. But there are so many choices now for coffees, even at gas stations. We, you know, listeners, depending on where you live, you probably have a gas station that has multiple options, at least a few. But uh, we have here in Tennessee uh, a place now that has come to Tennessee called Bucky's. Have you been to a Bucky's, Andy? I have. Yeah. So we went, uh, so I think they're building one out here. By they us. built one. Uh, There's one between Nashville and Knoxville that I've right, stopped yeah, at yeah. on the way. I, I had never been to one. Yeah. Talk about coffee choices. There's yeah, like as many coffee pots as gas pumps. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And there's about 150 gas pumps. So <laughs> Well, yeah. coffee choices. Listen, we all know that Kidman runs on coffee. And so we have a lot of caffeinated listeners on their Sunday morning cup of coffee in their kids ministry mug that get them up and ready to go before church on Sunday. Kids ministry runs on coffee. So that's a good little connection uh, for them to get to know our listeners a little bit more about you and your coffee preferences. Uh, personally, I do like the flavored creamer. I'll go with that. I'm a sugar creamer kind of guy. I tried black and it just didn't work for me. That's a little too hardcore. So you listeners, if you're black coffee drinkers, props and respect to you. <laughs> well, Andy, just like, here's my segue, ready? It's always good to find a segue that you hadn't planned because I didn't know we were going to talk about coffee this morning. Just like some of us walk into that gigantic spread of all those coffee choices it's, and there used to be just a couple, but now there's a ton. It seems like we could find that same thing when we're looking for a Bible. You lead the Bibles team, and, and it used to be you had a Bible, and it was you picked by translation, right? Is it the King James, or is it the NIV, or the NASB, or this the HCSB back in the day? Now the CSB. We there, but now there are so many choices, different sizes, different. Uh, covers, different styles, uh, different features and commentaries and reference guides. And that's uh, and that's across the board. But even in the kids space, there are a ton of different choices of Bibles for children. And one of the questions that we often get from our listeners that I often get is, hey, what's a Bible you would recommend that I give to a younger kid as a first Bible or to an elementary age kid who's, you know, kind of getting a little bit older and their little kid Bible feels too young for them now. We need some, but they're not quite ready for a teenager Bible. So mm. let's talk about Bibles. There's a lot of options and let's just kind of talk through. Um, first of all, why is it, Andy, why is it so important that, uh, that every kid has a Bible of their own? Yeah, that's that's great. So, you know, I'll start I'll, I'll back up just uh, before I answer that one, just as it relates to uh, just the, the plethora of Bibles. All the see choices. Out there in the market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're, you're absolutely right. So there's there's a ton of choices in different categories. Right. So we see a lots of Bibles specifically aimed at women. So we would call these Bibles like more specialty Bibles. They're not just the text Bibles that we that we're kind of used to from the past, but they have some sort of ancillary content, devotional study notes. Uh, they have commentary in there, some call out features, anything to kind of help the, the Bible reader go a little bit, uh, you know, deeper in their Bible reading experience or help them be able to connect the dots 
uh, you know, between certain, uh, you know, points of what the Bible's uh, teaching versus application and whatnot. So Bible specifically aimed at, at men. So I, 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 w- I would say, yes, there's lots of like these specialty Bibles out there, uh, all aimed at uh, helping someone at various stages of their discipleship. Mm. But as a Bible publisher, I would say that the category of kids Bibles um, is is has been underserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yes, there are kids Bibles out there. A, a lot of them, though, a lot of them sort of kind of get pushed into that category because they just have a fun cover. There's nothing right. necessarily inside that's going to help that younger reader, uh, mm-hmm. you know, gain in biblical literacy and and and, uh, and some other other uh, uh, goals, right, for for that particular age audience. And so, uh, there are some though that do, you know, have some of that ancillary content that 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 extra. Uh, those features, but, uh, but those are, I mean, those are few and far between. And so, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's so important, like you said, to have, uh, to find the right, the right Bible uh, for, for a younger audience. And I think, I think the, the, perhaps the first reason is, um, is just relates to biblical literacy, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that that's, that's important. That's something that we all want. That's uh, as kids ministry leaders inside the church, as parents, uh, discipling within the home, we want to help uh, our kids with uh, just biblical literacy as a starting point. So, yeah, we we created a research book a couple of years ago now within Lifeway Kids called Nothing Less. Uh, Jana McGreeder is the author of that book. It was a team effort, though, and a partnership with Lifeway Research, and we looked at childhood indicators of spiritually mature adults. So if kids who grew up inside uh, uh, the church in a Christian home, what were things that they had, practices and things in their life that were statistically relevant indicators that they would walk with the Lord into adulthood? The number one thing, I'll give it away for those who haven't read the book, the number one thing that research showed uh, that influenced a child to walk with the Lord into adulthood and through their adult life was Bible reading as a child. Open Bibles is the answer uh, for yeah. keeping kids in the faith. And so it's so crucial. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So, and uh, even, even as we kind of think about that category of like biblical literacy, I think that we got to first realize like that's a that's a graded reality. Um, mm. In other words, like, you know, it could be sorted at different levels, right? I mean, this is something that you guys have recognized with the uh, with the levels of biblical learning, right? Is that what yes. you you're calling them these days? Correct. <laughs> uh, and so, and that's and that's true. So, like on the on the one hand, like biblical literacy can can mean like knowing the books of the Bible, mm-hmm. um, the different genres of the Bible, and so forth. Um, and, and there's a and there's a there's a place for that, uh, obviously, in a child's sort of spiritual development. But I I would say you know first and foremost, like biblical literacy. <clears throat> yeah, you know, we can obviously kind of incorporate some of those other elements in knowing the books of the Bible in order, et cetera. But it, it begins by helping just kids understand sort of the big picture of the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's important for them to sort of get this, this overarching narrative, uh, help them to kind of build their literary skills, knowing like what, 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 what the, Bi- the Bible is primarily a book about God, mm-hmm. uh, knowing the author, the cultural context, the specific stories, like those are important uh, but certainly biblical literacy starts by helping them understand how the smaller stories sort of fit into the larger story. And so I know that we talk, uh, you know, a lot about that uh, inside of Lifeway culture, especially as it relates to like the gospel project curriculum. Uh, yes. But, you know, I think that that's that's an important place, you know, um, 
kids, you know, it, it's also important um, because kids can go to a, a chapter uh, or a verse and begin to ask questions, you know, as to say, hey, look, you know, what is this story? What is this narrative? What is this pericope? Uh, tell me about God. What does it tell me about sin? What does it tell me about Jesus? Um, it it kind of gets to, okay, what 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 is the authorial intention behind this particular passage? And how does it shed light on the gospel message? And so, now that that's a that's a lot that that's uh, that yes. is building that is building up like these hermeneutical skills for kids, and so you don't it it, it takes time to get there. You know, we started off the, uh, the episode, but just by acknowledging that there are different seasons, right? Seasons of life, seasons of faith, uh, and and so certainly one of those is uh, as we grow as kids. Uh, uh, age and and grow, they have different needs at different times, and so we start when that when a preschooler is just very very young, uh, to lay that foundation to just say the Bible is God's book, it's true and it's for you. It's where we learn about God, and and just very foundationally, we need to introduce young children to the Bible as a source of truth and as a source, a means of how we know God. Uh, and so we start when they're very, very young. And then as they as they grow, we introduce them more to, to what it teaches us about God, who he is, who Jesus was, about our need for him. It all comes from our Bible, something that we, that I feel very strongly about and that we encourage our listeners uh, to do, Andy, is to is to make a habit as we lead in kids ministry to have an actual physical Bible in our hands in front of the kids and to open it when we reference for it. We know we could teach from our phone or we could teach from a sheet of paper or just from a screen and a slide, but it's so important for kids to see us open God's word and reference a verse inside that actual Bible so that we are teaching them where to go when they have need, when we're not there, when they need to find an answer or when they're searching for truth, when they want to know more about who God says about what who they are or what God says about who they are. We always want to point them back to his word. And so that's the source of everything we teach and in how we train up kids from a very, very young age to look to God's word. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I love the fact that you kind of bring up like having this physical medium in front of them. Right. Uh, so obviously there's nothing wrong with being able to access it on your phone to a Bible app or something. But uh, but but even from that younger age. Right. So this this helps sort of just build that foundational um, uh, really just the the the. The, the theological foundation for them specifically as it relates to the written word of God, yeah. uh, you know, have sort of that physical medium in front of them. Uh, you know, th- this is, this is something that we, Hey, you know, this is, it's a storybook from God, you know, we can kind of, you know, kind of build from what you were just talking about. Uh, but this is, uh, this is something that we, that we treasure, that we, that we seek to hide in our hearts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so that we may not sin against him. So let's talk a bit about that importance of, of, of every child having a Bible, a Bible of their own, right? Because we could, and there's nothing wrong with providing classroom Bibles. We do that as well. And that's wonderful. But there's something special about, about a kid having a Bible that goes home with them, that they can have uh, to read in their room, uh, and that they can carry with them, even write notes or highlight things in. Uh, what are your thoughts, Andy, on the importance of us as leaders making sure that the kids in our churches have access to have the Bible of their own? I, I, as a Bible publisher, I'm obviously going to be on the side of, hey, <laughs> Very look, let's, pro get Bible. Bibles. <laughs> no, let's get Bibles in the hands of kids for sure. But, uh, 
But, you know, really, regardless, you know, what, 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 uh, you don't have to be a Bible publisher to really kind of make this argument because if we're, if we're saying, right, that, uh, every word of scripture matters, if we're saying that, you know, all scripture is profitable for, for, uh, our, our spiritual discipleship, mm-hmm. then, uh, then that applies to all age groups across the board. And so, you know, we talk a lot, uh, inside of our team, sort of as a, as a Bible publishing house. Home and Bibles, the the oldest Bible publisher in North America. We talk a lot about just what a stewardship it is to be able to produce Bibles for mm-hmm. for people of all ages and to help them to sort of interact uh, and engage in a meaningful way with the written Word of God. But I got to be honest with you, Chuck. Uh, you know, really nothing excites me more than to be able to do that at the kids level mm-hmm. uh, to be able to help kids sort of engage in a in a very uh, creative way with with God's Word. And so, um, so we're, you know, we're, we're really happy to be able to kind of steward, uh, sort of a, a line of Bible specifically for the younger audience. Mm-hmm. We think it's uh, super important, uh, just to kind of, you know, like, like, like we kind of go back to what we said, it helps to kind of build up some of those, uh, initial early on biblical literacy skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also helps to, uh, to begin, uh, getting them in a habit of creating a spiritual discipline for, for the rest of their life. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm a huge proponent of, of giving Bibles as gifts. And so as we look as kids leaders for opportunities to commemorate or celebrate uh, uh, something that's happening in the life of a child, a graduation or an advancement or a baptism, I think all of those opportunities when we can give a child a Bible that's theirs uh, is so important for us to be able to do. There's no investment that has the return uh, of giving a Bible, right? It will continue to feed that child uh, all through their spiritual growth, their journey. Uh, and I have, you know, as a, as a, I uh, came to the Lord in the summer between fourth and fifth grade. So as a child, and I have a ton of Bibles that I've owned throughout my life that are either on my shelf or in a box somewhere. And I think it's kind of fun to be able to track your journey through uh, maturity and stages of life by looking back at old Bibles that you've had and yeah. uh, and notes that you may have made at different times in life. Yeah, I think that, that that's a great insight. So my my uh, so I came to faith at my senior year of college, mm-hmm. and my first Bible was a text Bible. The next one was a study Bible. And, uh, and the study Bible was super helpful because it was kind of like right there, uh, around the time in which I, you know, started to, to really kind of feel uh, a bit of a call towards some, some sort of vocational ministry. And, uh, and so, I, you know, it was, <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been a long ago, so I won't date uh. myself, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you're, you're so right. Like there's certain Bibles that, that can be so, uh, uh, specific to a season of discipleship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so there's, there's going to be people out there. Hey, look, you know, all we need is a text Bible. And that's like, I, I understand where they're coming from and God's word is all that we need. I, I think if, if, if for some folks though, if they need sort of like a one year Bible to help mm-hmm. motivate them to sort of be disciplined and reading the Bible a little bit every day, if we have like a chronological day by day Bible, right? So that's one of the Bibles that we offer. Uh, for 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 adults, and so that that Bible helps sort of uh, take them in a chronological way through through Scripture uh, mm-hmm. in the course of a year, kind of highlighting them sort of the big overarching themes. So, by the uh, way, Andy, yeah. let me interject here. So, my, my wife is what I would call a Bible nerd. 
She loves, she loves studying the Bible. It's what she does in her spare time. She'll sit on, on our bed and she will just open up notebooks and journals and multiple Bibles. And she just researches and digs. And that's what she does for fun. And I so admire that in her. You mentioned the chronological Bible. There's a CSB chronological Bible that my wife just loves uh, and that she uh, actually picked up and bought for all of our kids. And it's super thick. It's like a serious yeah. Bible. Uh, right. And, and, but she gave that to all the kids uh, for Christmas one year, even our 12-year-old at the time. Uh, everybody got one of those. And it was just a, such a wonderful, cool thing. So, so, you know, re reading the same Bible is wonderful and having that Bible go with you, but having also different Bibles to read at different times can affect how we study or how we see things and having that change can be good. I love you mentioning the chronological. That may not be something listeners for your younger kids, but listen, our leaders need to be in God's word too, right? The, the best thing that we can do as we lead our volunteers is to make sure that they're in the word and we need to be in the word as leaders. So things like reference Bibles and study Bibles and chronological Bibles, and journaling Bibles, some of those may be great for your kids. All of them are great for your leaders leaders. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's true. So, and, and speaking of leaders, you know, I, I think one of the the really interesting things of what I've, at least, at least what have I've tried to do. So this is just completely anecdotal for me serving in the context of my own kids ministry. But, uh, but one of the things that, you know, we've, we've done at our church is that, you know, when we're uh, in the classroom, you know, me and, and my situation, uh, you know, this past year with uh, third grade boys, right on a Wednesday night, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we would we would I would I would use a kid's Bible and and be able to kind of use, you know, the sort of the feature set of that Bible to sort of help illustrate, hey, how how, how you use sort of these additional tools and resources mm -hmm. that are alongside the text. And so some of these call outs, some of these um uh, other other features, you know, that some of the kids Bibles have, you know, these would be some of the things that we would use to help model for kids, like how to do this in the home. Right. Mm -hmm. So, well, so speaking of features and uh, special things in a Bible, we we have a brand new Bible that our teams have partnered on uh, to create. And that is the uh, the new CSB Explorer Bible for kids uh, from the Lifeway Kids team. Our Explore the Bible Kids team was involved in uh, in helping pull together this Bible with your team, Andy. Uh, and so let's talk a little bit about this specific Bible, the Explorer Bible for kids. Um, listeners, by the way, if you want to see uh, more about this Bible, you can go to explorerbibleforkids.com and you'll find information about this Explorer Bible. We'll have Trey link that in the, in the show notes for you for this episode. But Andy, t let's talk a little bit about this particular Bible and what wh what are you excited about about this Bible? What are some of the unique features and things that our uh, our leaders may look for? Yeah, Chuck, I could talk about this one all day long. This Bible excites me more than anything else in our portfolio. Uh, <laughs> it, it is was, super uh, cool, by a, the way. Yeah, it's such a joy to work on. And uh, and even kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, there's kind of been this gap in the kids Bible space mm -hmm. uh, in the category for, for quite some time in the market. So even some of the most well-known kids Bibles that have just sort of been the, the go-to Bibles for years, a, a lot of the sort of the interior content or, or even sort of the pedagogical approach to, to delivering that content that hasn't been updated, hasn't changed you know, in, yeah. in twenty years. You know, some of the some of the graphics, maybe some of the colors, <clears throat> but uh, but that you know the the content hasn't. And so, 
you know, there was there was a need to kind of step into the space. It was recognized that, hey, look, you know, there's, you know, what what, what can we do to kind of help come alongside kids, ministry leaders, parents, uh, and even even kids themselves to help them uh, to engage with Scripture in a meaningful way. And so the, really the Explorer Bible is a result of all that work. Um, obviously, it kind of started with a lot of the work that your team has already done in the Explore the Bible uh, space. And uh, so I'm, I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I hope uh, that everyone listening here gets a chance to at least see it and, uh, yes. you know, take, take go to the link. This is like one you have to see. You yes. have to kind of see the interior to see what we're trying to accomplish. And so really, uh, I mean, it, it does kind of put kids into this mindset of being an explorer mm-hmm. of Scripture uh, and, and that they're going to sort of explore in the sense of, you know, really sort of engaging with the history with the culture and with the meaning of the biblical text. And so some of the ways in sort of we, we, we do this is just through that sort of additional feature set. And so we have, you know, book introductions that are really engaging and simple for a younger audience, sort of the who, what, when, where, and why of a biblical book. Uh-huh. Also in that book introduction, you know, we have a very uh, explicit Christ connection and just saying, hey, look, how does how does Jesus show up in this particular book of the Bible? Which yes. is always important. We always want to connect it back to him. Uh, the main the main story or the main hero, the main character of the Bible. Um, some of the other like so one one of the things that excites me the most is that this Bible is just so rich in the visuals that it has. Yeah, it's and super so, colorful and very visual. Yeah, yeah. And so this is this is something that your team has been able to to really help with. You know, because uh, like some of the features like excavating the past and exploring creation, you know, we have all of this sort of high quality imagery uh, yes. from, you know, uh, you know, archaeological discoveries, artifacts and, you know, and things. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and like just modern day object lessons, too. You know, so it might not be something that was dug up. It just might be, you know, like in Genesis, I remember like seeing like this peacock shrimp as like. Wow, that is a really cool thing, and and how it sort of just uh, I think I think at the I think on that place it was talking about just uh, uh, just the, just the, just the fine tuned you know uh, portions of creation and whatnot. So uh, su- super engaging to really kind of help connect the dots uh, for for kids. Um, there's like charting history, discovering truths. One really cool feature, and we t- kind of talked about uh, sort of the the. The, the the tech component when it comes we we, we mentioned earlier have, how, how it's great to sort of have that sort of physical medium yes. of the Bible in front of kids to sort of uh, contribute to sort of that that theological foundation <clears throat> excuse me but uh, but at the same time like we've been able to sort of integrate a feature into this Bible that has QR capabilities yeah and so that's yeah 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 those QR codes that are in there are super cool and they take you to videos uh that can that uh reinforce that the teaching so it's it's a technology connected bible that does give you the best of really of everything um i love some of the character profiles that are in there where we're learning about the people of the bible uh and then like you said some of those current things i I remember a section that's talking about facts about ants and how by learning all these different things about ants uh as a as a as a way of pointing back to God as the creator and just how amazing he is. So what a what an awesome Bible. It is a beautiful work. Uh, it feels really good in the hand. And I think kids will connect really, really well with what's in it. 
Yeah, that, that that's certainly that's certainly our goal, uh, you know. And so it it releases this month, and and I know that um, obviously you know sort of uh, leading this ministry area, I'm, I'm I'm promoting it on the one hand, but but in terms of like having four young kids of my my own, you know, this this Bible um, really was kind of um, hey, look, what what is something that we can create that I know that my kids are going to be excited to be uh, engaged with. And, and, and then part of, part of it kind of came from that, that place, that starting point. Uh, I, I knew that you guys had created some uh, incredible assets and in explore the Bible space, you know, they got, uh, you know, in the curriculum. Uh, and so it was just a matter of like, okay, like, you know, how, how can we u- utilize some of this stuff inside of a Bible, mm-hmm. um, you know, give it a much longer shelf life because it, it's so, it's so good. It's so rich. It's so compelling. So students kind of, you know, walk through a particular text and so uh, and, and, and learn, hey, look, you know what? The stuff that we're talking about here, this biblical history, it's not it's not um, it's, it's not uh, sort of cut off from world history. Right. And events. That's right. Yeah. I mean, here, here 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 we're kind of, you know, obviously talking about a holistic view of history, helping kids understand that from an early age. Uh, some of the the QR codes, I, I love this because yes, we have it sort of tied to a central truth, like a main point, mm-hmm. and then you know it links to one of the videos that you guys have been able to create and explore, uh, explore the Bible space. Um, um, that those are some of the, like the most engaging, funniest videos oh, I've seen. Ex- yes, yeah. explore the Bible on location. It's that's one of the highlights of the Explore the Bible resource. Joel, who's our host, is incredibly engaging and entertaining, and a great teacher uh, to connect kids to the Bible. So yeah, those those videos are a little extra bonus fun that comes inside the Bible. Yeah, yeah, and I and I envision that sort of as a great way for parents to sort of get engaged in a, in a in a very simple way with their child's uh, Bible reading experience. And so, uh, even when I was able to get some early samples of this and kind of even try this at home with my own kids, you know, my my eight year old, you know, we would kind of just read a passage together, uh, and uh, he's and he would say, "Hey, look, can I can I have your phone?" And so, obviously, they don't have. You know, phones or, own, or, right. or devices apart from us. And some kids do, but you know, that's that's uh, that's not how we roll in our family. So, <laughs> so they have to kind of get it from mom and dad. And so, um, so together, you know, we would watch the video, kind of talk about the main point, you know, read read the the passage of scripture associated with it, and uh, and he he just wants to watch video after video after video because they're so compelling. Let's and go so, to the next one. Which what yeah. a great thing, right? It's a great way yeah. to draw kids into the scriptures. Yeah, yeah. How fun. Well, Andy McLean, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for the work that you do as a Bible publisher and for the work that your team does through LifeWay. Um, The work that you do is so valuable and so important to the church and to the kingdom. And we're just grateful to know, I'm grateful to know, Andy, that, that your team is working today to create Bibles for our listeners, for our church leaders, and for our kids. So thank you for what you do. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And we're excited to have you uh, for sure. And let's have you back again soon when we have more cool things to talk about. Thank you for sharing about the Explorer Bible. Listeners, I want to encourage you to go check out the Explorer Bible for kids. Uh, it is a partnership between Lifeway Bibles and uh, and Lifeway Kids. It's a Bible that is fresh. It's uh, brand new and ready for you to check out. It's something that would fit really well in the hands of every kid that you lead. Uh, it's, uh, it's colorful. It's 
it's feature rich and it is faithful and true in that beautiful uh, CSB translation. You can find more about the Explorer Bible at explorerbibleforkids.com, explorerbibleforkids.com. But listen, there are many Bibles that Andy and his team create, uh, some for you that you may need to look at if you want to find that reference Bible or that chronological Bible or other gift Bibles or kids Bibles. You can find all the detail that you need at lifeway.com slash Bible. Lifeway.com slash Bibles will take you to a page where you can sort by age, by Bibles for men or for women, uh, Bibles by category or by translation. It's all there at Lifeway.com slash Bibles. Listeners, keep pointing kids and your leaders to God's word. It is what we, it's why we do what we do. It's where we learn about God and where we learn about Jesus and our need for him. So keep them in God's word. And we will see you back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.